everyone. I truly hope you're doing well and taking care of yourself. This is the 100 Lit Podcast, and I'm your host, Queen Jay. Just joining us, the 100 Lit Podcast is where you can listen in, sample, and hopefully discover uh, some of your new favorite reads and authors. Before we begin, if you're a writer and you have a story you want to share, please reach out to me on queenjreads.com. So today, I'll be sharing a sample of the first book in my own series entitled Book It in Rhyme, uh, and I hope you will enjoy it. Chapter 1 Spring had truly sprung all along the coast of Bear Valley. The nearby oceans cooled the air, the Rhode Island grass was full and green, and the sun shined high in the sky. Inez Finley's schoolmates reveled in that special time that was recess. They played basketball on the blacktop, swung on the swings, and participated in outside games with friends. Meanwhile, Inez herself sat on the green bench across from the jungle gym where the younger kids were occupied. A weathered, leather-bound journal opened on her lap. The journal was a gift from her grandma, Esther. Get those thoughts on paper, she always said with a laugh and a gentle palm under Inez's chin. If you don't, pretty soon you won't have any room in that head of yours. Inez tapped the pen in her hand to her temple. Hmm. She finished the haiku she finally decided to call the ghost and the teacher. She looked the poem over and shook her head. Doesn't make any sense. Maybe I should make it longer. Inez will have to fix it later on on the typewriter. The old machine belonged to her late grandfather, Joseph, and its stuck buttons gave her ample time to think about the fixes she wanted to make. She snapped the book closed and looked up, beads in her braids announcing the movement. There was Miss Bennett, her fifth grade teacher, standing by the fence overlooking the entire schoolyard. She seemed fine. The skin of her cheeks was rosy and pink, not pale like in a dream last night. She was upright, as she had been all morning, not doubled over and coughing uncontrollably. Maybe she was wrong. But then, why had the other dreams been right? Like Kate King's accident. While riding bikes with one of her friends, Kate got distracted and tumbled over the hill in the middle of town, where the ground was high enough to make the car slow down. Beyond a few scratches, the girl was alright. But Inez's reward for her good deed? Classmates calling her weird. Other kids backing away as if she carried a contagious virus. And even adults, the kings especially, gazing at her with a wary eye. It wasn't so bad, though. She still had one good friend, her best friend, whom she had known since kindergarten. Quinn Jarvis. He and his mom lived at the end of the block on Beach Tree Way. Mom always said one true friend was better than thousands of phony hangers on, and she had to agree. It would have been nice to have a lot of friends, but Quinn was more than great. He had her back no matter what. 
And while he liked sports, he was just as bookish as Inez. He read and debated the merits and meanings of Mary Shelley, Edgar Allan Poe, and other literary greats with her. She couldn't have asked for a better friend than that. What are you writing now? Startled, Inez whirled to find Quinn seated beside her. He had neat, shoulder-length brown hair and deep hazel eyes that assessed the words she'd written on the page. Jeez, don't do that. Sorry. He shrugged and inclined his head, focusing in. A ghost and a teacher. The title's kind of corny. Keep your voice down, Quinn. Unlike Inez, Quinn was loud and wasn't always aware of it. His next words were, practice whisper. What's it about? The dream from last night, she told him. She told him all about it that morning. Quinn's gaze moved from her to Miss Bennett. If you're gonna stare, don't be so obvious about it. Inez set the writing instrument in her journal, closed it, and sat against the wooden back of the bench. Quinn relaxed. I was just trying to see what you saw. He squinted. I got nothing. She looks okay. Maybe your powers aren't working? Inez rolled her eyes. They aren't powers. I'm not magic. Then what are they? At her friend's question, she opened her mouth to answer, then stopped, fiddling with a braid and the bead at the end of it. It was a good question. What exactly was she seeing, and why? As if sensing Inez's thoughts, Quinn added, What about the woman in the other dream you had? Have you seen her again? He was speaking about Mercy Finley, the brown-skinned woman with the long and smooth black braids, and the even longer old-fashioned dress a moving representation of the framed picture on the wall in Dad's study. Dad said Mercy was some ancestor of the family, a great-great-grandmother or something like that, and not much more. Grandma saw her in dreams too, but told her little girl. I only saw her the one time when I was seven or eight. She didn't say anything. She was just there, weird. Inez cringed at his use of the word. The bell resonated in the schoolyard, ending recess. Library, then bikes after school, Quinn asked, excitedly rising first. Inez joined him on her own feet. Same as always. They and the other students lined up, led by their respective teachers they had inside. Matt followed English, sending Miss Bennett's fifth grade class back to the schoolyard. Class, gather around. Come on. She announced as the group of students huddled around her. Before we begin, has everyone got their protractors? Various declarations of yes and got mine filled the air. Inez held hers up as well, not looking forward to the start of her worst subject. If it weren't for math, she'd have straight A's. Since we're exploring angles in class, today I want you to use your protractor and explore the angles around you. You're going to choose any object in this playground and find the supplementary angle. So get started. At Miss Bennett's animated announcement, the students split into their chosen corners of the playground. Together, Inez and Quinn made their way for the shrubs along the gate's entrance. Unfortunately, Kate King was there with her henchmen, Jenna Montez and Brooklyn Andrews. The three girls were hunched in front of the nearby flowers they selected to analyze and measure. Wanna go somewhere else? Quinn suggested. Nah, Inez said. Let's just get this done. As Inez and Quinn reached for the shrubs beside the girls, Kate noticed them. 
Well, 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 she teased. I wonder what the witch saw today. Quinn and Inez ignored her, treading to the tree stump where they planned to complete the assignment. Jenna, of course, was the next to speak up. Are you really a witch? Though the question seemed genuine, it irritated Inez, mainly because she didn't know how to answer it. She'd be fine with being a witch, if that was truly what she was. If it was why she saw visions in the future, Grandma said she would find out soon, but three years of the visions of things to come showed Inez everything except her personal identity. A stack of papers and the crooks of her arms, Miss Bennett approached. Hello all. That was why she was Inez's favorite teacher. She always knew when one student was picking on or manipulating another. The teacher turned her attention from Quinn and the girls and back again. How's everything going over here? Kate smiled as if nothing was wrong. Fine, we were just talking. Miss Bennett, knowing Kate was lying, was too smooth in her reply. I'm glad to hear it. She counted out five papers from the pile and handed them out. Take these. You'll need to record the measurements you're going to take. As Miss Bennett turned, a cough halted her steps and racked her body. Sharing a look with Quinn, Inez swallowed hard. This was how the dream started. Miss Bennett? The teacher coughed once more, then twice more, each wheeze and hack making Inez flinch. Are you okay? I'm another gasp and cough stole her voice, twisting her form. The other kids in the class started to notice some panicking. Stay with her, Inez told Quinn. I'm going to get the nurse. Breathing harder and harder with the quickening of her pace, Inez fought the scattered what-ifs racing through her mind. What if this ends like the dream? Again, that was a sample of Wicked and Rhyme. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, you can learn more about the series, about this book, and the rest of the series at queenjreads.com. I've also put the summary down in the description as well as my information there. If you'd like to see what I'm reading, writing, or even blogging about next, uh, that's all for now. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, be kind, be compassionate, take care of yourself, and enjoy the books that bring you life.